obviously wasn't good enough today, okay? You know, our marks were simple. All right, we talked to the team all week. You know, three things we wanted to do was run the ball, stop the run, and cover kicks. I'd say for the most part, we run the ball decently as a team today. All right, we were able to get some movement going. I like the way the running backs ran hard. We were able to make some productive runs down the way. We were able to be productive with the run game when they knew we had to run the ball and we were only running the ball. All right, stopping the run, this is a balanced team. It was a very good run attack. I'm pleased with the way the defense overall today, overall, was able to limit them in the run game and not let them get going on track that they've been in the past in some games. And for you know, multiple reasons in terms of covering kicks, we didn't let their explosive playmakers in the return game get going. Now, all that being said, all right, you, you can't have success in this league when you turn the ball over the way we did, when you create short fields for a team. Okay, Every team's going to take advantage of that with the types of position we gave the team. You can't have mistakes in the kicking game like we had at the end of the first half. That's a five-point mistake. We can't do that. It's not acceptable. It's not going to be tolerated. So in terms of you know how the team played, look, the one thing I'm repeatedly proud of is the way they play and they finish. And they fight and they play for each other and they show up to work. They practice hard. They prepare well. All right. The reality is we got to eliminate the things that are mistakes, give ourselves an opportunity and chance for success. And overall, we talk about the big marks we had to hit, but ultimately one of those big marks, the turnovers right there early in the game set us behind a good deal. And, you know, we didn't do enough to overcome it. So that being said, a lot of credit to the Bears. You know, Matt and his team came out today, did a better job than we did, and they deserved to have the success. So that being said, any questions you have? So, so coming into the game, was it your plan to run that much, or did the bad start in the passing game cause you to run even more than you were going to? The plan was to run that much. That was the plan in the game, you know. Now there's obviously different adjustments we can make within the game. But we knew we were going to come in today. It was going to be run the ball, stop the run, cover kicks. That was the goal. What do you say about 24 yards, though? I mean, 24 yards passing, 10 net yards passing. Like, yeah. I'm not here to argue or debate about stats. Jordan, it is what it is. You know what I mean? It is what it is. It wasn't good enough. Gerald, the first play from scrimmage there, uh, is Mike supposed to get a hot receiver there, or is somebody supposed to block? Uh, we looked like we were ma- looked like we were mapped up as a five-man protection. We mapped up five for five along the way. There's obviously ways to handle the you know free rushers coming off. I'm not going to go into everything schematically. And what we did, obviously, it wasn't you know wasn't good enough right there. Is Mike not recognizing that, or is that what, what's, what's going on there? I'm just going to keep it as obviously from an offensive standpoint, it wasn't good enough right there. All right, I'm not going to go into your dissecting everything Mike did today. Uh, but we've got to be more productive and do better things in offense. Given the fact that they obviously knew you were going to run you know, <laughs> a lot, mm-hmm. how do you think Saquon handled that in terms of his production? I did a good job today with that. There was a lot of times when we were loaded boxes, and uh, we say, hey, look, we're running either way. We knew going into the game at some point they were going to recognize the game plan was to run, run, run. You know, we're playing seven offensive linemen at a time. You know, we got a lot of things in those boxes. with seven linemen. They obviously load the box, put their bigger personnel in. We are still able to be productive in the run game. That was it. I thought that Saquon did a good thing. A couple times I had him in the backfield with some blitzes or pressures. He able to slip out and make something out of nothing at certain times. thought he ran hard. thought he ran with good ball security. thought he went out there and really played as a good team player today and fought to the end. Think about a lot of things, uh, but the decisions made today were decisions that were best for the team. What is the thinking running on third and ten there? Are you hoping you get No, it definitely was not a give-up play. But the thought process of maybe being able to bust a sub run right there, but also at the same time, as you alluded to, does it put us in more of a you know aggressive fourth down mentality? That was gonna be part of the game plan today if we got ourselves in those type of zones and those ranges on fourth down. There were things we're gonna consider to be aggressive and go for right there. No, just the plan today was to run the ball. Keep it as that. Did it feel helpless at any point where you, I mean, you couldn't get anything going 
that's not really a word I ever use, Dan. So, you know, obviously we didn't do enough well. Uh, we didn't get anything going really in the passing game. But in terms of the run game, you know, we committed to it. We were able to have some production on it, put us in some positions that we had manageable third downs. Obviously, we didn't do well enough in that zone either. So why did you think you weren't going to be able to pass the ball in coming into this game? What was it that concerned you in that regard? Just because you choose to run the ball doesn't mean because you have a you know absence of faith in another aspect of it. Sometimes you go and you say, how can we go ahead and play our best football today? You know, there's a number of things you look at throughout the week, whether that's health of players, availability of players, whether it's weather situations, whether it's something about their defense that you think matches up well, you know, whether it's just an aspect of your game that you have to do better in and set the tone for how you're going to play. So there's a multitude of reasons right there. It's not one thing that triggers, hey, we can only do one thing right there. But we felt the best chance for success today was to run the ball. And again, that was our mark coming in. We had to run the ball better, you know, stop the run and cover kicks. That was it. The three big things we had to do. And then obviously, it always falls under ball security, all right, turnovers, all right, and then penalties in that zone too. Kicking game mess up you referred to, was that just lack of awareness of where they were on the field or miscommunication or what? Yeah, I didn't talk directly to Coop. I talked to the coaches, obviously, on that one there, make sure that we we're straightened out on that. Um, that definitely demonstrates that we didn't know where we were on the field you know, at that moment in time and letting the thing go. You know, that's not acceptable. That's not acceptable. So it looked earlier in the game like he did the same thing. When they were kicking to the left of our bench, yeah. yeah, with the trajectory of that kick on that one right there, Cairo, uh, you know, really hammering that thing more on a line that he knew was going to go in the goal line there. Even if it's going to just barely clear, but you've got to be aware in that situations of what the wind is, what the kick looks like, the height it comes off the tee with, all those things factor in playing deep. Joe, bigger picture, this is five straight losses by double figures. Are you concerned about your future and how ownership might react to this stretch you guys are on right now? My focus is on getting this team prepared for next week in Washington. That's it. I'm never worrying or addressing hypotheticals or anything of that nature, Dan. My focus is on this team, getting them ready. They come in and work for me every week. The thing I owe them is having them prepared and ready and getting in a position to have success. That's it. It's the only thing I'm concerned with right now, Dan. Let's take some Zoom questions. Hey, Joe, can you hear me? I got you, Ron. What you got, man? Hey, uh, two things. Why was Booker the right choice there when you got the safety instead of Saquon? Why was Booker the guy to get the ball? And is the offensive line giving you guys a chance in the passing game? It's easy for us to look at the quarterback numbers. Is the offensive line giving you a all right, Ryan, I'm not going to go into kind of like full unit evaluations right now. I'm going to watch the tape and see what corrections we have to make and we have to do better. In terms of Booker versus Saquon, we got confidence in all of our players. We got confidence in all of our backs. So whether it's, you know, Saquon for this or Booker for that, you know, look, we have confidence in those guys. There's specific schemes at times for certain backs you put into the game plan. But in terms of, you know, a guy for a base run, base play, you know, look, get the guy that's fresh in there, keep rotating on through, keep him fresh throughout the game. We have confidence in both guys. Both guys are running well. I'm Rob Newsday. Joe, two things. Did the the run-first game plan come about more towards the end of the week when you found out you weren't going to be with two of your key receivers uh, because of the COVID and and the Tony injury? Well, we knew some of the personnel issues we were going to have about midweek, Tom. So about the time we got into the game plan and practicing on field, we were aware of some of the things we're going to have to deal with. But in terms of just the game plan itself, there are a lot of things to factor into what today could have been. You know, at one point this week, they were calling for over 40-mile-an-hour wins. That's something you got to think about in terms of how you manage pass game, run game, what you do. You don't base everything on that because, obviously, weather reports change as you go. But it makes you put in certain things and aspects of the game plan that gives you flexibility within situations that may not be controllable, okay, or outside of your realm. 
in terms of you know what we do game plan wise, you know we felt the best plan for the team to have success today was to run the ball. I liked the way the team ran the ball. I liked the way we get the ball downhill and the types of runs we ran. I was pleased with that. Obviously, you can't have the mistakes and the turnovers early in the game. You know, to spot a team 14 plus points, and then you know you do that. Other you know mistakes can compound on top of that. The second one, what Joe was about, you, you kept saying uh, about the kickoff return the, or the lack of a kickoff return, mm-hmm. not not acceptable, not acceptable. I mean, what what are the consequences of that at this point? We're just going to make sure we get everything cleared out and ironed out, and make sure that we don't make that mistake again. And that's the biggest thing you have to understand there. All the players and coaches, we're just not going to allow that mistake to happen again. So let's not look for any kind of overreaction or read between the lines right there. It's just something we got to make sure we get corrected and fixed. We'll take two more here. Matt Lombard. Hey, Joe. Um, you kept saying that you know your job is to get you guys prepared to play and ready to go out there. Do you feel like you guys were prepared to play today and it was kind of a result of maybe being up against from an injury standpoint and all of those things? Or what do you think was the big picture issue? I mean, especially falling behind early on the first play of the game. Well, look, everything comes under my umbrella, right? So I'm not going to ever deflect something or say that I'm not responsible for anything. I'm responsible for everything. So let's make that clear from the jump. Okay, I'm not going to ever push blame somewhere else or look for someone else to go ahead and step up, all right, and take something off my shoulders. All right, that's what I signed up for. That's what the deal is. You know, in terms of, you know, preparation, they're a good team. They're well coached. Uh, I could say there's really not much that we saw today that we weren't directly prepared for and things that we anticipated having and coming our way. Uh, I thought we were able to handle a lot of things in the run game positively. Obviously, didn't do a good enough job in the past, past game, you know, overall as a team. You know, defensively, you know, we had a feel on how this game was going to go a little bit when they announced Dalton as a quarterback. I'd say for the most part, that held true, all right? And our focus on stopping the run still remained the primary focus. There was a couple of drives they got in there, made some, you know, plays moving down the field, hit some soft zones at certain times. We were in position to make some, you know, PBUs and interceptions. Other times we got to capitalize on those. We did on a couple, all right? And then the kicking game, we knew this was going to be an aggressive type of game plan from them in terms of trying to get the return game going. We had a couple things we put in throughout the week to make sure we could neutralize that phase right there. Grant's an explosive returner. He really is. That return game is a large aspect of what their offense does. So we had to make sure we went ahead and take, took away that strength as a team so we could play for the field position there. So in terms of being prepared, you know, obviously, if you don't come out and have success, there's a lot of things you got to correct and adjust and move forward with. That's our focus right now. Last one here via Zoom, Paul Schwartz, New York Post. Hey, Joe. Um, obviously, you said that the, the, the goal was to come out and run the ball. Yep. And, um, um, you know, when you fall behind 14 nothing right away, you know, that's a hard it's a hard road to go right there when you're down so much. So, I mean, the way that game started, um, I don't know if you'd use the word embarrassing. What would word would you use? Maybe you would use that word for how this game started and then how it evolved. I just like simply put, you know, we went down 14 points. We weren't going to abandon the game plan. So the focus was stick with the game plan, keep running the ball, be productive. You know, at that point in the game, guys, it's a two-possession game, right? You saw we got defense out there. They were able to make a stop. We've got to keep playing to that. You know, we've got to play to our defense and trust they're going to keep making stops. So offense, we got to stick to the game plan and grind it out, put ourselves in position that throughout the course of the game, if we keep playing good defense, we can have success offensively and put ourselves down, you know, look to go ahead and be aggressive on some fourth downs, hit field goals when we got to hit them, push to go ahead and get first downs in the red area if we have to and get the ball in the end zone. We'll, we'll take two more in the room if you have any. Joe, guys, I'm kind of go big picture. I mean, I'm, the fans are kind of beyond. Like, they're, they're go ahead, man. So, like, why did they have faith that you're going to get this turned around? Because, I mean, people are just seeing these results. And they don't have a lot of it right now. So, I guess, what would your answer to that, that be? You know, we talk inside a lot, okay? And 
I don't ever ask for patience from anybody. Let's get that clear right now. All right, and the fans have every right to have an opinion. That's why they're fans. They have every right of that. You buy a ticket to come in the stadium, you have every right to boo me going out the stadium. That's the way it is. That's what we sign up for, right? And it's New York. It's supposed to be a tough place to be. Certain cities in this country, they don't even know if their team's playing today. All right, so you sign up for a job in a city like New York, you expect to have this. I never shy away from that. I ain't worried about that at all. But we talk internally, you look at a lot of things moving in the right direction, and you know the targets of what you have to improve going forward. The important thing is when you know the direct targets of what you have to improve, and no, I'm not going to go individually into these today. All right, but when you know the direct targets of exactly what you've got to hit, all right, and you look at what you've got to make in the short term to go ahead and make a quick turnaround to build on the things that you've done well, right? I say it all the time. There's things we've done well we got to build on, right? So when we look at overall what we're doing, there's a number of things going in the right direction that we know they're foundational things, the things you have to put in place for the team to have success on and off the field, on and off the field, okay? The important thing is when you have those direct targets, you got to find a way to minimize the things, okay, that you struggle with. And you work your hardest to go ahead and make sure you give yourself and your team a chance for success by trying to take certain aspects away from the game so it can't expose you as a weakness, okay? And then you want to play to your strengths as much as possible, all right? There's certain aspects and things that, you know, you see on tape from around the league. And I talk to the guys all the time. Look, this is, this is about being a team and making sure you don't waste any opportunities. And I'm not sitting here being preachy, but I'm going to tell you point blank what I tell them. You guys always want to know what the hell we talk about all the time. I'll tell you point blank what it is. All right? When the guys come to work on Wednesday, okay, and they bust their butt for you, and they turn around on Thursday, and they're all committed, and they're doing extras position units. They're doing extras individually to get their body right. They're doing, you know, everything going forward, Okay. And they go out there and they practice with good energy, good enthusiasm, you know, and you know you're in the right position right there, okay? You know you got that aspect going right there. I talk to the players all the time, guys. I talk to them very openly and transparently, all right? We don't even have captains meetings anymore because, you know, the majority of our captains are no longer playing for the remainder of this season. So we do a leadership meeting now, all right? I look at the guys the other day in the eye and I said, guys, hey, listen, this is your time to talk to me. You speak for the team. You tell me what's going on. You tell me, how's the team? How's the beat of the team? What do I got to be aware of? What's something I don't know? Because everyone always tells me what I want to hear, right? So when I ask someone just individual, I ask a player, they're going to tell me whatever I want to hear. I ask a coach, same type thing. All right, I got to have a group of players going to look me in the eye and they know, like, I can tell Joe exactly what the hell's going on. So I got that core group of guys right there, right? You know, you look them in the eye and you ask one guy the other day and he's the first one to speak up. I'm not going to individuals. They can talk for themselves later on. But, you know, we had one guy said, I've never been out of playoff contention. I never knew what it was like to be in a position where you're actually playing games not to be in playoffs or improve seating or whatever it may be or, or get in the playoffs. You know, didn't know what to expect. When we were officially eliminated, it was almost an expectation that player of how's everyone else going to react? Kind of getting ready to come in himself and try to get everyone going and rally the team a little bit, okay? And then another player spoke up and said that they've never been in playoff contention, period. All right? They weren't present with us last year throughout the remainder of the season uh, for a certain reason to even be in it last year as we played on a stretch. Both guys had the same response, though. Everybody on the team is locked in. Every other on the team comes in to work, okay? Everybody comes in every week and is committed to doing what they have to do and doing it the right way and playing together as a team, okay? There's a lot of teams right now that are out of playoff contention, okay? Whether it's golf clubs in the locker room or people are planning vacations outside of it, all right, where there's a lot of finger pointing and blaming and shouting, all that type of stuff, right? All that stuff. No, we don't have in our building any of that. We got any of that. Any of that. Our guys know we have one more week this year to be this team. They know we have one more week this year to be this team. And they expect me to show up. They're going to get every ounce of football I got me this next week. You got that? Like, they're going to get everything out of me. But I expect the same in return. I just told them a second ago, that's what I expect. 
The expectation here is I expect every ounce of football you've got inside of you, okay? And there's things we have aligned right now. There's things we have in place in where certain units are playing and certain players are playing, and we got some foundational core guys, and we know the culture's strong, all right? I'm going to tell you this right now. You guys always ask me about that off-the-field stuff and why the hell is it so important to have culture, because I'm going to tell you right now, all right? A few years ago before I came here, when I came here, I sat down with all the players, and I want to know what it was like in here, what we had to change. I want to hear from their mouths, all right? To a man, every player looked me in the eye and said, Joe, it's not a team. They don't play hard. We're out of playoffs. Everybody quit. Everybody tapped. They stopped showing up to the captain's meetings, all that stuff, right? They tapped out, okay? I've been a part of teams else places, okay? And I'm not trying to make this place anywhere else I've been, but lessons I've learned. Let me tell you something right now, all right? In 2018, I was part of a team who halfway through the season, all right, we were all pretty convinced we were getting fired. Didn't think we were going to make the playoffs. Had no concept of anything that was coming. We just knew we were going to keep showing up and improving and working week after week. And on the outside, we were all terrible. And we didn't care about any of that noise on the outside. Didn't care about it at all. What do you care about on the inside? What are we doing? Guys showed up, they worked, they fought, they worked. We were to improve enough as a team and put things together and make a run and end up, you know, win a championship. But the thing I really learned that year was the importance of the culture inside. How important and valuable that is. Because I was part of more talented teams that came up short and lost games down the stretch. Much more talented, all right? But the one thing that really was solidified in my mind, in my DNA that, that year in 18, was the fact that it's so much more important how strong you are inside because no team goes through a smooth season. No team goes through a smooth season. So if you can go through the junk we're going through right now, okay, as a team, if you can go through the tough times you're going through right now as a team, all right, and have a defense take the field every single time ready to play, every time. I know there's a lot of people want to say, hey, guys, you picked off a ball and they ran down the end zone, you guys are down big, right? So we could turn around and say, yeah, guys, get your butts back on the bench. We're down, we're not celebrating. You know what, though? They play every play with enthusiasm, every play with energy, every play with each other. I want to celebrate that. I want to see that energy and that passion. That's how they practice every day, okay? That's how they practice every day. I want to see them play that way as well. All right, that last fourth down they stopped them on. So that's two games in a row where game was over, right? We're out. It's done. Okay, Vegas is already paying out people. Like, like that, that's done. All right, but it's two fourth downs in a row, two weeks in a row that I'm sitting there watching our defense finish the way they got to finish. Fourth down stop Logan Ryan last week, shooting the gap and stopping him, and a good wall build on the opposite side to stop the run. Tay dropping back in the coverage and making that play right there or on that little kind of Tebow wildcat pass, whatever the hell you want to call it right there. All right. So this ain't a team that's having fistfights on the sidelines. This ain't some clown show organization or something else, okay? You talk about the foundation built. You talk about things that the toughest thing to change in a team, the toughest thing to change in a club is the way people think. You understand that? That's the toughest thing. You can get new players. You can have them in your damn locker room all you want. You got to change how people think. And you got to change how they, how they believe in what you're doing. And they got to trust the process. And that's a lot easier said than done when they're looking up right now and you got one game left and the most games you're going to win is five this season. Okay? But I guarantee you this, those men are going to walk in on Wednesday and be ready to roll. We're going to practice hard on Wednesday. We're going to practice hard on Thursday. We're going to practice hard on Friday. Okay? And we're going to play for each other on the, on the field next week. And if we don't play well, every fan has a right to boom my stadium. You got that? That don't bother me. I don't want it. I don't think anyone wants to get booed, okay? But the reality is, 
that's all right, okay? It's all right. They have that right. So the fans are, Dan, go back to the first part. The fans are every bit right to ask what you're asking, 100%, okay, 100%. And I get about a dozen emails a day, all right? Six of which asking exactly what you're asking, the other six offering full support the other way, okay? To me, both are great. Both are great, okay? Both are great. If you think I sit on back and I say what we're doing right now is good enough, no, it's not. But I know this. I know the first time I ever talked to you guys in front of a microphone, what the hell did I talk about? Foundation, right? Talking about building from the ground up, building the right thing, okay? Now, you guys ain't been in the building for two years now with this coach. All right, but I'll tell you right now, all right, if you're in the damn building, you walk on through our locker room, you ain't seen that crap you saw before. All right? You ain't seeing guys right now planning vacations. You ain't seeing golf clubs in front of players' locker. You ain't seeing that stuff. Okay? You ain't seeing that. All right? And that's not because of some high school program we're cracking with. That's because our guys understand how to play together as a team and they understand the process of how they're going through. So I can go through a whole X's and O's evaluation. I can go through a roster evaluation. I can go through a lot of things for you right now, okay? I do it every day myself. I go through all that stuff. But in terms of the next step to take, I can tell you right now, okay, I know we're a whole lot closer to where we're going than we are further away. I can tell you that right now. I can tell you we got more players here who are going to be free agents next year, all right, who are in my office every day begging to come back. I know that. Okay, I know that. Or players that we coached last year that still call me twice a week talking about, you know, how much they wish they were still here even though they're getting paid more somewhere else. Okay, so... I know we've got the right foundational pieces in. I know we have some players, some key positions, all right, that are guys you can build with, keep carrying on. All right. I know we got the right temperament. I know we got the right culture in terms of teaching the players. Okay, which is why I don't come up here and try to assassinate some player because I think it's gonna save my okay. Because behind closed doors, when we shut those doors, I can tell every player to a man, look him in the eye, exactly what the hell he screwed up on and exactly how it's gotta get fixed. I can tell him to hold him as accountable as can be. Because I ain't going to sit up here like some other coward sitting behind the microphone and put his players on blast. Okay? That's it. I signed up to be the head coach here. Whatever bull gets fired, better get fired for me. You got that? It's got to go through me to get to that. And that's the way it is. But look, I'm not asking him to be patient. Trust me, guys. I'm not the most patient guy myself. I'm committed. I'm committed. All right? But I'm not the most patient guy myself. All right? But I'm proud of the way these guys continue to fight and the effort they play with, all right, and the way they grind it out, okay? But again, the toughest thing to turn over in a program, the toughest thing to change is how people think, okay? How they think. And we have guys right now that are wired the right way. Okay? They're wired the right way.